Hello. We meet again. Yes. Yes. I <laughs> a long time like, no see. Like dude, 20 minutes. <laughs> November 1st energy is insane. I feel like the whole purge in my life is over. The book is closing. My divorce is going to be final soon. Like, ah, business is exploding. <laughs> business is so great. People are catching fire. Like, just the energy they're bringing. It, it's like, holy freaking cow. Everything right? we've worked to into this moment is here. <laughs> I have not even been able to catch my breath today, truly. I've been on the phone all day. I'm surprised my AirPods even have charged. <laughs> it's uh it's insane. And I'm like I'm peeling off the <laughs> Spider-Man suit I've been wearing all day because it's like I mean You have to tell everybody about the Spider-Man suit. um yeah well you know it's funny that you say that because ever since growing up um this is episode four by the way let's just throw that in there how cool that is that's so awesome uh, and we've just had such a positive response and I love it and and one of the reasons I love it is because growing up as a kid I I always wanted to be a superhero you know I I want to be Batman as a kid actually um and I mean my young child mind totally thought that was possible you know totally thought that was possible um but I just I wanted people to feel safe and secure and I I wanted to make people happy and and I would soon later learn well not soon through a lot of (laughs) rough moments but I would learn that I loved making people laugh and smile and so I uh I, I I won this suit at a like a fair I was at a fair and I don't know there was some booth and whatever this was the prize and I I never thought in a million years at that point that I would wear it you know in front of people like (laughs) let alone not on Halloween you know right and uh but but one of my friends found it in my closet one year and they dared me to wear it into a grocery store um and I did and it just it made people laugh and smile you know and so I, I bring the suit out from time to time. It's uh it's definitely a fun addition to my closet. <laughs> yes. And that that's it though. It's that childlike bringing that childlike energy back into your life and you know you and I were kind yeah. of talking about that the other day just people they don't even realize how much life they're missing out on because they're not tuned into that childlike energy. And it's so cool when you get yourself into it because you you just all of a sudden feel lighter. You feel happier. You feel invincible. You feel like your wildest dreams could come true. You know, like you feel fully supported by God in the universe. You're not stressed out about the adult things and it's just fun. Like you said, it's really, really fun. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because adulthood was really, for me growing up, you know, we were always in a rush to be yeah. a grown up. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and a- as a kid, I didn't see that as being any of the burden or the hard things or whatever. That wasn't real to me. What was real to me was having options, was having opportunities, being able to do things that all the grown ups did. And somewhere along the way, my mentality got beaten down to a pulp where that kid, that, that child mentality of anything is possible 
no longer existed. Yeah. Right. And, um, and so it's interesting, you know, you, you put on a suit or you're authentically yourself or you put on a, a nice outfit or you make a joke and somebody yeah. laughs. And all of those things remind you of what it was like to just be a kid with those, those, the, the simple things mattering the most. And, uh, so I know we were talking a little bit about, you know, what we wanted to talk about today. And it was like, it was like, where did that, where did that get beat down? Where did that get ground down? Right. And uh, I know we were kind of talking about the fact that it, it wasn't something that just happened overnight. You know, yeah. it was really something that happened with putting ourselves out there and getting smacked, putting ourselves out there and getting smacked and putting our, you know, putting your hand on the metaphorical stove. Yeah. Right. Because that's how kids learn is we put our hand on the stove. We go, Oh, that's hot. I don't want to do that again. Maybe after time, <laughs> if you're me, anyways. if you're like, us, um, we touch it about 20 times. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, definitely, definitely made some mistakes, but, um, the, the whole thing was, we often make these promises to ourselves and we, we talk a big game, we put it out there and then we don't actually make good on it. Right. And sometimes these things are not good for us, but a lot of the time we make a plan to better our lives or improve our lives or get ourselves out of situation X, Y, Z. And then we don't follow through. We don't take the action. Right. So taking action like putting your foot on the gas pedal. Yes, I love right? this I analogy. Mean, we're, I, I, I relate it back to, and I'll always think about the first time I ever got behind the wheel, right? And and this is a, a what do they call it? Like an age, a passing, a, a rite of passage um, for most kids, right? When they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to get my car. I got my freedom. Yes. Like, <laughs> see you in my dust parents you know and and um and so we want what's on the other side we want our license we want to be able to drive and you know for for lots of kids I guess you know they're they're just excited little speed demons I don't know but for me I was terrified of pressing that gas pedal and uh, I remember I had my dad next to me and my dad is um he's my dad he's uh he he (laughs) He's a he's a big teddy bear, but he, I mean, he was so strict when I was a child that I was terrified to right. learn to drive yeah. with him in the car. I just thought that he was going to chew me a new butt. Yeah, and um, and so and then there's this big hunk of metal, which both my parents have made so clear, like you know, this it's not a toy. It can be dangerous. You're taking a risk. Blah blah blah. And uh, I mean, all very very valid things to yeah. tell me, but I was so in my head. I yeah. was in this analysis process, like. Ah, but I wanted that license. I wanted to get my hours done. I wanted to be able to learn. So I pressed the gas pedal and, and <laughs> I did it as timid as ever. Timid as ever. Right. right. I mean, I was a granny driver. Like my dad, he wasn't even strict. It's funny. When I look back, he just cracked jokes the whole time. He was just like, you're driving like granny. Like my mom's <laughs> whole thing was when she would sit with me, she would be like, those cars are breaking. Like she would tell me you know, make me always aware of my surroundings. But my dad was always just like, you're driving like granny. Yeah. And, um, and I did, I was so, so timid. I was so afraid, but because I pressed that gas pedal the first time and it was kind of like jumping off the diving board for the first time, you know, it's scary. But then once you do it, you're like, okay, that wasn't so bad. 
and maybe you even enjoy it. So you do it over and over and over again. And if, if you don't do it the first time, then you won't do the second time and you won't do it the third because you know, whatever, like that that logistically, you can't do it a third time if you've never done it a first time. And so eventually I got my license. Right. (laughs) And I look at it like, you know, where we're at in life now versus where we were when, when we were in our low places we talked about a little bit on this podcast, um, tip of the iceberg, but the, those, the difference was that we pressed the gas pedal on some things that were, we were able to, you know, those were vehicles that we were able to get out of our current situation, yeah. right? We had the gas, we had, um, you know, uh, we had people around us, we had, um things done for us we had you know knowledge or skills or teachers or whatever we had the vehicle itself the the thing the opportunity right many of you know that Pam and I have changed our lives around with network marketing and so for us the vehicle was the company yeah right the fuel was our network the fuel was the products the fuel was the learning the teaching the trainings the personal development all that kind of stuff But the difference between getting to where we wanted to go and not was what? Our our little foot? Yeah. That pinky toe coming out? <laughs> that gas pedal, right? I like think about that that uh oh you're not gonna know this because you don't watch TV, but like there's this there's this clip in SpongeBob where he's learning to drive and his big toe just bursts out of the shoe and then just lightly taps the gas pedal and that's, <laughs> that's how I think of it like you know it's just like you just gotta do it you might be kind of scared it's just that first step yep. you gotta take yep. and you hit the gas pedal and guess what your car moves a little mm-hmm. bit right and um and that feels good that's progress you're getting somewhere and especially if you've been spinning your wheels you know for a long time um it feels good to get somewhere right? Or you've been stalled or you've been stuck or you've been sitting there staring at that gas pedal or whatever it was. It feels good to get yeah. somewhere. And even if you're going slow. You know, yeah. Even if you're going slow, even if you have to take a detour, even if you have to change vehicles, even if you have to, you know, stop, then start back up because there's a traffic light, even if there's a little bit of a fender bender, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> all you have to Had do a lot of those. is... <laughs> all you have to do is put your foot back on that gas pedal and as long as you keep fueling your car and you have a vehicle Mm -hmm. that's you know trusty it's not dusty and crusty (laughs) ain't gonna fall apart no rusty you know um then then you can get from point a to point b right and so what i wanted to ask you (laughs) is what what did those demons look like for you that were holding you back from pressing your gas oh my gosh this is such a good question I really love the whole analogy around this because it, it it applies to so many different areas I mean every area of your life it you literally control it. You control it. But so many people let outside sources or outside factors control their level of their foot on the gas. 
And so a lot of times, like you're saying, these devils that hold us back from pressing the gas at all, or we hold back because we're afraid of success. Okay, I'll just start naming some of the ones that I had and you can chime in. But being afraid of success, be all the limiting beliefs about, you know, just not feeling like I was ever good enough. It couldn't happen for me. I wasn't lucky. I wasn't handed anything on a silver platter. I wasn't born into it. Um, you know, I didn't have the look. I didn't talk right. Um, I didn't do this right or that right. Um, beliefs about myself that weren't even true. Um, my ego, things that I were, I was told as a child that stuck in my, you know, uh, conscious forever having to remove those things to see you had to, I had to just like you and hopefully all of you listening to this, you, this will resonate, but you have to unlearn to relearn. And that was one of the hardest things for me to really get is pulling all this old programming out. And it is literally like a rebirth. You're being reborn into a person that is really deep down inside of you, but you don't know because all of these limiting beliefs are piled on top of that. And so you can't even dig down to the core until you remove all of these things. And so it's a process digging these things out of yourself. And it takes a lot of hard inner work, you know, for the average person, success in anything doesn't happen overnight. It's not a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type deal. It is. Uh, that's why <laughs> self-development is so important, right? Because it helps you with that. So self-development is literally a key to any area of your life because you start to grow. And if you want, it's yes, the fuel. it is part of the fuel. Absolutely. Because if you want to grow or in this case move your car if you want to go you gotta go you gotta grow you gotta change if you want your reality to change what you see what you hear the the influences around you you have to change first that's the only way to change your reality is for you to change and so in this case you being in your car you would need your car to go so you could get out of whatever area your car is currently in, so you got to go, but you got to have the vehicle to do it in. And I think a lot of times too, people don't have a vehicle and they try this vehicle or that vehicle and it doesn't go, but it doesn't mean you can't go. It just means those weren't the right fit for you. And that also took me some time to learn because I went through a lot of different vehicles and I would have success and then everything would go backwards and I would have success and everything would go backwards or I'd have success and it would be like capped off. Like I couldn't get any higher. And then we found the vehicle that we have now. And it was a game changer because it took us to levels we've never been to before. It pushed us out of comfort zones that we had never been out of before. It taught us things we had never been taught before. It showed us things we had never seen in our entire lives before. And then we're like, oh, shoot, you know, how did this happen? Like in a good way. And then all those old limiting beliefs start to come back up. And you're like, I'll never be able to keep it. This is scary. You know, what if people don't like me because I'm successful or, you know, all of these old limiting beliefs that you had that you once got rid of came back up because right. it, it, it's not you don't normally get rid of a limiting belief one time. It's something that happens over and over and over again, and it continues to resurface. And you have to choose every time it resurfaces to act a different way. And 
Well, and it's like we were told as, you know, money yeah. doesn't grow on trees or money yeah. is the root of all evil or you can't be this or you don't do anything right or you'll never have that or you have to yep. suffer, you have to struggle. And so it's no wonder that we're sitting, you know, in, in, in at this point, what I consider to feel like yep. a Lamborghini, right? Lambo um, baby! And, and, <laughs> and Lambo baby. And, and we're going, you know, 100 miles an hour and the two thoughts, you know, metaphorically that come into my head is, can I yeah. maintain the speed? And can I, can I afford the payment? Yeah. Can I afford the, the car payment? Right. And, and so, and, it, and you just keep, you know, am I worthy yeah. of it? Am I, because it keeps coming back. And so you have to constantly wash your brain of that. But that's where, you know, having commitment. the fuel, having the development, having the peace of mind, yeah. having the commitment because and it, and it goes both ways right like your gas tank is your gas tank it has a finite amount of space if you are doing personal development to the point where it is spilling out of your gas tank because yep. it's too much and you're not action, taking any yes. action you're not pressing that gas pedal so you're not mm-hmm. using any the of the mm-hmm. fuel then you're just going to sit there your in analysis paralysis it's yep. not going to move you forward and it's a wa- yep, it's honestly exactly. a waste of your time because you're not going to retain there's, there's a lot of people it, right? that do that they and I'm guilty of this and that's the only way I know but now obviously because I've been that person I see it so quickly in other people but they're doing so much self development like you're saying over self-development in a lot of situations, but they're not taking the action. And so if you're wondering why you're stuck in your life and your business and your marriage and your relationships, maybe it's exactly that you're fueling yourself with all this stuff, but you're not actually using the fuel. And so you, you have to take what you've absorbed, what you've learned, what you've experienced and apply it. And Brooklyn, like you're the best person ever to talk about application. Well, it's because, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that you've seen that in me because I came from a place where it was easy for me to do the personal development. It was easy for me to listen to audios. Listen, no, I didn't care about other people. Like there was no fear of other people's opinions. There was no putting myself out there. There was no having to do something that scared me or was outside of my comfort zone. I could listen to audios all day, but if I never applied anything I learned in them to get to where I wanted to go, if I never put my foot on the gas pedal, then I stayed right where I was because your personal development will only manifest into you growing even 1% better a day if you take action on it, if you apply it. And I did it for years and I wondered you know, why, why isn't the needle moving? And what ends up happening is you start to give up on your process. Then you say, okay, well, why am I doing all this personal development? If you know, the gas is just overflowing, and it's just dribbling onto the ground. And then you want to take a metaphorical yeah. match and just throw it all up in flames. And you, yep. and you, you burn mm-hmm. out and you're done. And you crash your I mean, you, 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 whatever. <laughs> burn your vehicle to cinders or whatever it's I mean if we go on with the metaphor it it stands true right we've seen people crash and burn and just destroy get destructive and then they have nothing but the truth is if you just got picked yourself up and now you don't have a car to move forward you have to use your own two feet it's going to take a little bit longer 
might be a little bit more tiring. You don't have that tool. You'll yeah. walk to a new vehicle, get in that vehicle, you know, put the fuel in it and put your foot on the gas pedal, no matter where you are in life. Yeah. Okay. No matter where you are in life, you can get forward. You can make progress in whatever you're trying to do, whatever you're trying to heal from, whatever you're trying to escape by putting your foot on the gas pedal. You can't heal where you got sick. In order to get out of there, you need to move. You need to go forward. And what I find is interesting is I I think of like my first opportunity to really get out of the toxic spaces that I was dealing with as like a motorcycle, right? It was a motorcycle. It was better than my feet, better than a skateboard, better than a bike. But there were a lot of terrains that it couldn't handle, right? There were a lot of obstacles that, you know, weather patterns that it can't handle. And then, you know, next I had maybe a a little beat up starter car and it break down all the time, right? And then maybe I had uh, a nice little economy car. Upgrade. And then, and, and, so that, and then that was nice, but it couldn't go very fast. And upgrade and upgrade yeah. and upgrade. And now, you know, being where we're at, and, and I think every time that's a natural fear because when you yeah. have something that you care about, there's always a little piece, just the way that we were conditioned as human beings. There's, there's, there's always going to be a little piece that says, yeah. maybe you should just let up on the gas just a little bit because you are. You're risking it for the biscuit, man. You're doing something. Our I don't know people, if you can keep it up. Like, I don't you're, know if you keep sometimes up we speed. dim our light. People might see you going yeah. too fast. Yes, people might see you going too fast. Or, you know, uh, another big piece of the metaphor for me is when you realize that the car is, that's the only thing you can control yeah. and, and in your lane. You stay in your lane. There's all these other cars around you. Some of them are going to be, you know, nicer. Some of them are going to be faster. Some of, and, and if your car will get you to where you need to go, maybe, maybe not forever. That's okay. But if your car will get you where you need to go, then stay in your lane. If it's not pulling you backwards, if it's not making you sick, if it's not toxic, if it's serving your purpose in the way that you want, then stay in your lane. Don't focus on everyone else's, you know, BS and their catty opinions and all of that stuff. It doesn't yeah. pay your bills. And if it don't pay your bills, it definitely yep. don't pay your car note. Yep. Won't pay for your gas. You. And it just, it, it, it doesn't matter. Like there's, there's this phrase that just hangs in my brain all the time. And when I think about fear of other people's opinions, fear of judgment, you know, social media is a big one. We, we see so many people feel down on their social media because of their, yeah. you know, engagement or lack thereof or whatever. And it's all a validation scheme, whatever. Um, I love social media as a networking tool for sure. But if you attach your worth to it, you'll plummet. Um, and so it's just so easy to get caught up in all that stuff. But everywhere you go, there's going to be opinions. Okay. Everywhere you go, there's going to be other cars on the road. There just is, you know, whether you can see them or not, but there's going to be opinions and there's going to be some opinions that agree with you and, um, believe in what you believe. And then there's going to be opinions that go against everything that you believe in, everything that you feel. And 
none of those other opinions are going to pay your bills. None of those other opinions are going to gas you up. None of those other opinions are going to get you to where you need to go. So you have to decide which opinions are going to be a part of dictating your story. And, and, and you decide in the slew of everything that's available to you, what you're mm-hmm. going to take and what yeah. you're going to leave. And then you just get in your car, you turn the ignition on, you yeah. press that gas pedal and you go. Yeah. Oh, it's just, I was just literally had this vision as you were saying that of a person getting in their car, but literally like sorting through what they allowed in it. Like think of that car, that vehicle as your protected space, um, as your bubble. And then you are the only person driving that car. Nobody else can drive that car. Nobody can drive for you. Nobody can drive from the back seat. The passenger can't drive like it's you and your responsibility. And so if you look at your life that way and your mental state and your business and your finances and your relationships, you will get in that car a whole lot faster and commit and decide. And that's really (laughs) where I fell short for a long time. And I feel like a lot of people also do, um, is they don't commit and decide like something I was listening to the other day. And I told you about this. It was literally saying that we don't change until something in us changes and we are really ready to change. And everybody knows that's true. Like how many times have, have you or anyone listening to this said that you're going to do a new diet on Monday or next month or next week or next year or whatever. Right. We, we, we say we're going to do something, but we could say it 20 times before we actually just get it, something clicks, and then we do it. And so it takes getting to that level of commitment, dedication, determination, and making that decision. Then in that moment, that's when everything will start changing for you and working for you and working in your favor and falling in line for you. And God will start placing the right people, places, and things in your path. You'll see the synchronicities. You'll feel the alignment. Your energy will shift. You'll be happier. You'll find gratitude in the smallest of things. And that is what we are doing here. That is 1% better a day. That is deciding to commit, show up, and do the work. And the inner work is hard. Oh, my gosh, it's so hard. So think of it like this, like you're cleaning your car or something. That's on the physical, right? But the hard, hard work is the inner work. It's the commitment. It's the consistency. It's the showing up when you're exhausted, when you don't want to, like, um, you guys don't know this, but I've been cleaning the last room in my house and I drug it all out on a whim, had no intentions of doing it, but felt guided to do it. So I did it. It took me 12 hours to pull everything out. Within a day or two, I called Brooklyn and I'm like, why did I do this? I was like <laughs> in an uproar. I was freaking out. I was panicking that the bad energy was back and all these emotions and memories were coming up from like all of these things in the past that I was trying to let go of and ready to move on from and grew from and, you know, situations that I learned from and it it was tough. It was really tough. But when I finished, I was able to look at myself and it took me two and a half weeks, by the way, um, (laughs) which is a really long time. (laughs) 
And I, I didn't just see the physical side of it. I saw the growth on the inside because I have been able to climb out of so many holes this year because of the vehicle that we have, because I found the thing that was right for me, because it was a safe place for me to heal. And Brooklyn as well, you know, it gave us the time and the space and the freedom to heal mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially, and together with a community. And it was a whole entourage effect. Like you've got it in every aspect. And so you have to remember, like Brooklyn was saying, you have to just like encapsulate yourself in your own bubble and you cannot let anyone else's opinions or their limiting beliefs or their um, things that are holding them back or their self-judgments or their um, projecting, you cannot let any of that in your bubble. Like if you're really ready to change and you're really ready to commit to whatever your goal is and you're ready to hit that gas, you have to like whoop, lock yourself in that <laughs> bubble, put your blinders on and go. Like when people are jumping out in front of you and brick walls start coming and a big bad wolf comes out of nowhere, as my kids would say, um, <laughs> you have to have those blinders on in your bubble and keep going no matter what. And there are going to be days and there are going to be things that pull you down, that weigh you down, that are heavy, that are hard, that are, are difficult decisions. And you need a community, okay? You need a friend. You need somebody. You need a squad be- of Lamborghinis. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I can see it now. That's what we have, dude. That is literally what we have. But yeah. you have to have that because that is another thing that most people lack. And that is why they cannot reach their goals yet is because they don't have that support system or that squad because most of us are living with people who don't support us or our family doesn't support us or they don't get it or they don't understand or we dream too big for them or we must be crazy or there's no way that'll ever happen for us right and so we we feel alone and then we start crawling back in that hole like we've kind of popped our head out and we're excited and that energy's good and then bam 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 it just starts hitting us from all these different ways and we're alone and then we crawl right back into that hole because we're alone and 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 it's interesting you know you're you're talking about this and I I got the visual as you were talking it kind of drew me back to what you did when you pulled all of that stuff out is you created a a deeper commitment for yourself you now had to deal with that you said I'm gonna do this you, you put your foot on the gas pedal just yep. enough so that you move forward. And you are now in a position where, hey, there's all this shit in my house. If I don't move it, I can't live my life. Like, I can't get yep. to the next place. Um, yes. And so I think in life, Ooh, we, I have we, we do that a lot to ourselves, though, right? Where we take a leap, whether it's a new business, a new diet, a new hobby, a new activity, whatever, yep. a new passion. And we say to ourselves, I'm going to do this, you know, and, and, and then we, we get on a, uh, on a Zoom call with our community or we get on um, some personal development and then we, you know, I'm going to do this, but it's still just in the privacy of your own home. You're just yeah. in one little room by yourself. You haven't yeah. spoken your commitment loud enough, right? Yeah. And, the, and so the difference, and, and this sort of just clicked for me, was the difference in what we did when we 
got our hands on this vehicle, when we got behind the driver's seat of this, was we shouted it loud enough, yeah. so loud, and made our promise and our commitment, and I'm not going nowhere, you know, I'm, I'm going everywhere yeah. with this. But yep. I'm not leaving. I this is yep. this is my I'm not home. backing down. I'm not backing down. It's happening yep. either way. This and once it. it starts, you cannot stop it because we'll yep. keep yes. it up. Yes, right? Yes. yes. And we spoke it so loud that there was no going back. There was no going back. We have now we now spoke it loud enough to enough people that that accountability was there on a higher level than if I was just sitting in that room in Allen, Texas, yes. and I was just like, I'm going to do this. No. Do you remember what I did? I walked straight oh, yeah. up to the CEO. I shook his hand. I was like, sir, I'm going to put a lot of people in your community. Turn right around, hand over mouth. Who was that? Just made a massive <laughs> promise. There's- and you did it. And but- you haven't slowed down. You're not stopping. You're it actually was- going bigger than ever before. <laughs> it was putting the foot on the gas yes. pedal, right? And so yes. what and so what we learned was one simple thing that we could do over and over and we could teach people over and over that was the equivalent of putting the gas pedal, putting their foot on the gas pedal in this vehicle so that they could get from point A to B, where whatever that meant for them. And that could change over time. They could decide they want to get to a point C and then point D and then point E. And this vehicle would take them all the way there because it was strong, reliable, not rickety, not rusty. It was gorgeous. It was eco-efficient. It was trustworthy. And and all of the um, certificates and it was authentic and all this stuff. And so it could get them to whatever point they wanted to go. And it would be there for them and it would be reliable. And as long as they put their foot on the gas pedal, then they would move forward. They would get something from it. They would benefit. And we would keep as a community and as leadership, keep fueling, keep giving them space to learn how to fuel themselves. Yeah. And, And they could just go. And that's what we learned how to do. And because of that, because of that one shift, in mentality we yep. started to create a team that just got one percent better a day one percent better a day, and sometimes ten percent sometimes six yep. percent some then one percent better a day one percent do better you day. remember the days where we were like sitting around beating our head against the wall though like we couldn't figure out why we were stuck or why we weren't moving and you know why faster. yeah we took our foot off the gas that's right because we took right and now we have we have what is it <laughs> retro perspective or something like looking back it's hindsight. so cool yeah. hindsight yes how the pieces have just come together and how all the experiences that we've been through have built on the lessons that we share today or the um, stories or you know it's so freaking cool to just kind of watch it come full circle and we're like oh my god how did we not see that <laughs> <laughs> and so that's and, and that's the thing right we decided to yeah you know we didn't analyze it super deep or anything like that but we basically took a look at our situation and we said do we still want to go to the place this vehicle is taking we got us? honest do we, we still do we still want to go to the place that this vehicle is taking us and the answer yeah. was yes do we still trust that it's going to take us there and the answer was yes are we still 
around and have access to the fuel and and do we probably still have fuel in our car yes yeah (laughs) and the only thing was we weren't putting our foot on the gas pedal Mm -hmm. at some point we started that bubble got burst at some point we started to coast yeah we were too busy looking at other cars on the road and Mm -hmm. car crashes and all that kind of stuff (laughs) and and we took our foot off the gas pedal right and we started to and we let those demons come in and told us, take your foot just a little yeah. bit off, a little bit off, a little bit yep. off. And, and you know, you get they too big you for your britches. Everything. Yeah, yeah. They have you questioning everything you know to be true. But that's, that's right. part of the group. That's part of the growth. That's right. And so that's, that's what we changed. It was still the vehicle for us. We still trusted it. We still had the fuel. We had to take action. We had to put our foot back on the gas pedal. Is that a humbling experience to accept that your car, that your vehicle, that your journey has stopped? Yes, absolutely. Because if you're not moving forward, then you're falling behind. And that might sound like tough love, but I've experienced that more times in my life. This vehicle is brand new, yes. And and of course, that comes with its own set of you're falling behind if if you're not taking advantage of it. But, But just in life, if you're not moving forward, you're falling behind. Life is short in that there are so many more experiences to be had than most people get, but it's also long enough that you really can't just stay in one place forever. It will crawl by. It will eat at you. Yeah. This is why you see people decide to take their car off a bridge right and (laughs) and I'm saying that metaphorically because it's a dark that's a very dark um piece of the uh, of what you know some people choose as an option and I get that sometimes that way out looks good it looks easier I get that sometimes staying up for long stretches so that you can get to the next point is hard but you have to choose your hard yeah and do you want to be stalled forever? You know, do you want to just just be stuck in the same place, doing the same things that you hate day in and day out, not moving forward? Or do you want to conquer that space between your two ears and all those little demons that are like, da, 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 da. do you want to just say F off to them, grow some balls, yep. and, and put your foot on the gas pedal and that's what we had to do we had to accept that we were being little you know mm-hmm. pansies little bees. yeah you have to take a look in the mirror and this was also one of the harder lessons for me to learn when my coach actually two coaches told me Pam it's not you it's them like everything that's happening in your life is you like there's no finger to point there's no one else to blame it's you go to the mirror and point the finger there and at that point I wasn't it wasn't that I wasn't ready to hear it because I was much more open and coachable at that point but it was hard to take responsibility for where my life was at and to say that it was all me and then to realize that I had the power to do something about it and that I was always in complete control was one of the most empowering things I've ever experienced in my life. And over this last year, you and I, like we're talking about putting our foot on the gas, we literally got to that point where we said, that's it. Like we drew the line in the sand and we put our foot on the gas and 
haven't let up because we know what we're capable of. We know what we can do. We know what we have. We're, we're confident. We've cleaned house to set, you know, per se, in our entire lives. In our entire lives, we have cleaned house. We have cleaned up money leaks. We have cleaned up relationships. We have cleaned up our, our own energy and, you know, places that we could grow and put our foot on the gas to, to do the things that we know we were made to do. And when you see it from the perspective that we've been able to see it, and maybe someone listening, they're not there yet. And that's okay. We weren't either. It literally took these epiphanies that we're sharing with you and these experiences. So as you're going through the experiences of life, know that it's happening for your best and highest good. Don't say, oh, poor me. Why me? Why is this happening to me? Say, okay, God, what are you trying to show me? And be open to hearing what is what the world, God, the universe is trying to show you so that you can grow from it. And I promise you, you'll get out of it a lot faster because you'll see it. As soon as you ask for guidance, like it may not be clear as day, the words immediately, but it might be the following day. It might be an hour later. You might just have that aha moment. If you're asking, you have to be able to ask if you, you want the answers. You're not just going to get the answers if you're not asking. And so when you have that, your life will just start moving along and you'll build confidence through every situation and you will start pushing that gas harder and harder and harder. And every time those situations or limiting beliefs pop up, you'll be able to navigate them quicker and quicker and quicker and quicker until you're just able to pick them up right away. And then they eventually start fading out. I won't say that they no longer exist because you're always raising your, your level and your vibe, but you'll become way more aware, way faster. I literally you'll be think, equipped. Yes. It takes a good six to 12 months to become really aware of what you're thinking, what you're doing, how you're acting, how you process things, where you have trauma. Like you, you just have to become hyper aware and start pressing the gas through those things. Like Brooklyn was saying with me cleaning my house, you have to just start facing it. There's and your journey will become a roadmap yes. for somebody someday, right? Like everything that you're going through. And, and so at, at the beginning of your journey, you, you are creating you're making taking this action and creating this progress for you and and you always will be to some degree all of this will serve you but at some point it's going to become so addicting to extend your map extend your map extend your map because you'll see along the way people who are just even just one chapter behind you you're just one chapter ahead you know one mile ahead and that can change their life or make them decide to press the gas pedal. You have no idea how many people you inspire just by yeah. pressing it yourself. And I'll, I'll put this little piece of mind in here and, and, and I can sort of wrap it up with this. You, it does not require any precision to press the gas pedal. The gas pedal is not a tiny little needle point. It is this, big enough space for your whole shoe to fit there it doesn't have to be perfect you just have to start you just have to press it and you'll figure out what speed you want to go at that's fine but if right now you're going zero and you want to get back up to speed you know get on the highway of life 
60 miles an hour, 70, I guess, in some places. Like, you, you got to start somewhere. You don't have to know the exact speed. You don't have to know the exact place you need to p- apply the pressure. Just put it on that little square of metal <laughs> whatever, and rubber, whatever gas pedals are made of, and just press. Yeah. You, most people know what to do. They Most people know what to do. They just, they don't embody it. They, they're always looking for a way to do it with less and less push. Yeah. And th- there's no easy way out of taking a leap to move forward, guys. It's just, at the end of the day, you knowing what you need to do, it's probably the most simple way to do it, and you just got to do it. Yeah. Whatever that is. You know, if you know that you need to cut down on, I mean, I won't, potatoes, <laughs> carbs, whatever. <laughs> We're or not cutting those increase out. Your, if you need to increase <laughs> your leafy greens or if you need to spend a little more time with your partner at the end of the day or if you need to go to the gym two times a week or if you need to start talking to more people or if you need to start offering what you got more you need to start going live mm-hmm. or you need to start reading books or you need to start yep. taking a walk in the morning you need to start praying or you need to see, start celebrating you know your gratitude you know what you need to do it's just a matter of you deciding to do it yep and what's easy to do what's simple to do is also very simple and very easy not to do and so you just got to decide which piece of the equation you want to be on. Do you want to be a doer or do you want to be a stall out? Yeah. And if you want to be a doer, if you want to move forward and you want to go, you just got to press it. Don't have to be perfect. Doesn't have to be calculated. You just got to take the action. You just got to start. You will learn by process of trial and error. You will learn the more times you do repetition. And the fact, the more times you press that gas pedal, the easier it will get. Yep, you're so will it ever right. Be, will it ever be like butter, like cotton butter? Nice, warm, ooh, butter, huh? Um, I'm obviously craving salt right now. But <laughs> will it ever be like that? Maybe. Maybe you'll become an expert. Or maybe you'll just become a person who does it enough times that you impact some lives and you completely change your own. Yeah, that that's literally that's it you you just have to do it that that's all there is to it it's the commitment the decision and doing it start even it doesn't matter if you have to put your foot on that gas a little bit slow and then a little bit more and then a little bit more I mean baby steps are fine or if you're someone who just goes all in and goes hard right away I mean do it however feels good to you yeah like (laughs) you know you're adrenaline junkie like driving a car fast, it's a, it's exhilarating. It brings the adrenaline up. You know what happens when your adrenaline gets going, how you feel. And then that mm-hmm. excitement, you can just start carrying through every other aspect of your life. It, even if you're only focusing on one area, you guys, it bleeds over into every other area of your life. I know it's kind of hard to visualize that. But it's so true. You could have 10 areas of your life going great. And then you have one area that you're avoiding um, because you just aren't ready to face it. And those other 10 areas are going to struggle in some sort of way. It might have a little bit of success and then fall back or it might go great for a little while and then not so much. But 
you have to really, you just got to follow your heart, do what's right, step out on faith, take a chance, um, let your intuition lead the way, ask God in the universe to guide you every step of the way, call on them to lead you and, and that way you're not doing it by yourself and plug into our community. You guys, we started a Facebook group just for this podcast because we've had such a, a great turnout, great um, comments and uh, success and stuff. And we love to have even more support so that you have something to plug into. It's totally free. You can find it on Facebook. Brooklyn, what's it listed as? called 1% Better with Pam Staples and Brooklyn Rice. With the number one? Uh, yes, okay. and the percentage sign. Perfect. Correct. Yeah, so you guys find that, and y'all plug into that because we're getting ready to launch it. We have some really exciting things planned, and this is not something that we just popped up overnight. We have been talking about all of this for over a year, and we have a really big dream and vision for how many people we want to help with this, and like the type of person that we want to help and the connections that we want to make and the community that we want to build. And, you know, like Trey has always said, when he created our company, we don't know who's coming. We really don't care. We just know that we're led to do something and we're going to do it. And we know, and we trust that the right people are going to show up at the right time. And we're going to be able to offer a vehicle and a solution and experience and words and wisdom and a, a supportive community to just help them. That's it. We just want to leave people better than we found them. And what better way to do that than these great podcasts that we love so much? Because believe it or not, this actually fills our cup. To get on here and share value, it fills our cup. We don't even know a lot of people that are watching these. Um, we just know that it's getting a lot more views than we expected and a lot of great feedback. Um, so feel free to reach out to us, talk about it. We can discuss it in our group page now. Uh, we're just excited. We're so excited. We're so thankful. Uh, it's already November 1st. This year is almost over. You have time right now to commit to yourself, to decide that you're going to start putting your foot on the gas and you're not going to let up, that you are, you're worthy you deserve the life of your dreams. You deserve to be happy. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to lately. They're not happy. Um, they see our community and how happy the people are in our community. And they want that because they're not happy because they're doing things in their life that don't feel good, that don't bring them joy, that they're not passionate about, but they were told they needed to do that to pay their bills or, you know, fit in society's box and we're just offering people a way out of the matrix that's it we just want to show you how to live life on your terms the way you want to do it doing whatever you want to every day what feels good what feels good will bring abundance into your life so um what do you have to add to that brooklyn robert i don't <laughs> think that i could add and it's the essence of our heart right there what you said that's exactly why we're yes. here um, we're just two people who believed in the same thing, treating people how we want to be treated, doing what we say we're going to do, um, doing the right thing and, and sharing experiences that have given us just the power and the know-how to shift, yep. to make yep. those shifts in life, those necessary shifts. And so if you haven't subscribed yet, 
why not um but no if you haven't subscribed yet then you can do that on whatever platform you're listening to um if there's a way to leave a review we love to hear your feedback we love to hear how you feel what were your aha moments your takeaways what do you want to hear more of i know that there are some of these platforms where you can leave a voice note and we can even play oh, that, that would be awesome. in the podcast and respond to it. I think that'd be so, <gasps> that would cool. Be so cool. Um, but yeah, we made the, we made the Facebook page so that you can be more plugged in. You can be updated when new episodes are released. Like, oh, I just knocked the plate over. <laughs> but guys, um, that means it's a wrap. <laughs> you know, it had tater tot crumbs. But you know that um, ultimately we just want to put more love and support out there. We love you guys very much. Please, please, please let us know if there's anything, anything that we can talk about that would give you value in your life. And with that, I love you guys. Pam, oh my us. gosh, absolutely. We're so thankful <laughs> for all of you. We're thankful for the love and the support and the feedback and the energy that's being reciprocated. And we just, We absolutely love doing this. So we're super excited to have the Facebook group so that we can connect with you guys on a whole nother level. So um, yeah, it's Sunday. A Sunday well spent brings a week of content. Monday is my favorite day. So we are going to get it rocking. We're about to go do an awesome, another awesome call. And we're just getting this month started off with a bang. And I'm just beyond excited for what's coming. Me too. It just it just keeps on. Yes, coming, the baby. Gifts that thank keep you, giving. God. Thank you. More universe. please. More please. <laughs> and with that being said, guys, um, you have an amazing night. Take a moment to have some gratitude tonight, and we will see you next, or you will hear us <laughs> <laughs> next Monday. Bye, guys. Bye.